Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring, you name it, we cover it. Well, today is October 27th. And as I've said many, many times that I catalog these podcasts by the date. So last week, I took an unexpected week off from podcasting, and so you won't find one for October 20th. Sorry about that, but I'm back now. Well, when I have guests, we talk about their expertise. So in other words, if we're going to talk about color, I have a color expert. If we're going to talk about tile, I definitely have a tile expert. Well, today it's just me, and we're going to talk about how to make your home safe. Many people are experiencing life changes by aging, happens to all of us, or an accident or illness or a disability. So making life easier in your home is what we're going to talk about. If you're going to remodel or build to accommodate an aging in place or physically challenged situation, that's a whole other podcast, which I have done in the past. But today, it's just about safety in your home. And we're going to talk about the simple things on how to make your house safe. But first, I want to talk about Monogram. Monogram is an intelligent appliance, and they're built to enhance your kitchen, cuisine, and beyond. Experience peace of mind, convenience, and an optimized performance with the Smart HQ app, which elevates the way you interact with your home and appliances by allowing you to do things like preheating your oven from your phone and checking how much time remains on your dishwasher cycle. Go to monogram.com to learn more or to visit your local showroom to see these appliances in person. So let's get back to safety. If you have been a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that I became my husband's caregiver about two and a half years ago. So the majority of suggestions that I'm going to make to make your home safer comes from experience. Well, depending on your physical condition, um, like can you take a shower alone? How much help do you need? Can you walk without a support or using a walker or wheelchair? Or just getting around the home safely is important to everybody. Whether it's for yourself or your spouse or an aging parent or relative, there are people of all ages who have been affected by accidents or illness. So it's not necessarily age. You would need um, help, say, or being more careful in your home if you've had a hip replacement or if you've um, had a knee replacement, or if you've been hit by COVID and you can't, you're not as strong as you were, or maybe it takes time. So we're going to go with a couple of ideas to help you. Now, a lot of these I have tried out. Like I said, um, this isn't anything new for me. I've been doing this for two and a half years, and I have a keen eye on what is what should be done in the house. I've also designed different bathrooms and kitchens for people who have disabilities. So I've been doing that for about 20 years. It's very simple. It's all common sense. You know, if you want to know what you need to do if your loved one 
is in a wheelchair now, just sit in a wheelchair for four hours. Try to get around your house. Try to do things independently. You'll find that it's difficult if you're not set up um, to uh, offer these easier things for the person. So let's start in the bathroom. I think every bathroom, no matter what the age of the person, needs grab bars. And you should have grab bars everywhere, not only in the tub or the shower, but around the toilet. Um, And there are so many pretty grab bars out now. They're available by many manufacturers, so they don't have to look like the institutional grab bars that we're used to. When I put them in the shower, I put them at an angle, horizontally and vertically. Um, Actually, our shower here at our home has three grab bars, and they have been very useful and have saved a lot of um, possible falls. So when you're putting grab bar in, it's best to uh, see how you're going to use it. If you get somebody to help you and say, okay, how do you stand? How do you pull yourself up? How do you get in the shower? And then put the grab bar in the best place to help that person. Don't just put it in without asking the person who's going to use it. Obviously, everybody ends up using it. Like I said before, if somebody in your family broke a foot or an ankle um, and they're in a cast, obviously they're going to need help in a shower. And by the way, I know if you put your foot in a plastic bag to keep it dry, you're able to take a shower. But you're going to need the help of a grab bar. So um, don't depend on towel bars either. They're not made to support the weight of a person. And unless you've actually put the shower bar in with a molly and it's a heavy-duty shower bar, uh, towel bar, I'm sorry, um, don't pull on it. But at the same time, you can use your um, grab bar as a towel bar. So no big deal there. I always suggest that if you have a tub, change it into a shower. To me, tubs are not safe at all, no matter what the age. And if you have somebody in your house who cannot get out of the tub once they get in, that's a red flag that says you better change that tub to a shower. Showers are safer. Um, Typically, showers have a four-inch curb to keep the water from running all over your house. And so if the person is in a wheelchair or not able to lift their leg over a curb, the best alternative is to have a roll-in shower. So you can ask your designer or your plumber. And that involves actually having one level from your bathroom floor to the shower, and then you can use either a linear drain or you can use a center drain, but the water has to then be um, pointed to the drain. They warp it, or they put the tiles in at a slant. Um, That's getting too technical. What I'm saying is make sure you have a safe shower. Uh, Tubs, to me, are not safe. And make sure the shower has a non-skid floor. Uh, Definitely, and here's a hint. If you have a shower and it's a little slippery, you can either put a mat there or make sure that the person using the shower has rubber beach sandals, the slip-in kind, and they can't have a smooth bottom. They have to have a um, grab on it, uh, some sort of a texture. So um, that is another safety hint that I've learned. 
bathroom rugs are a definite no-no. They're an accident waiting to happen. Uh, so if you do need a rug, definitely have a rubber backing. And then when the person is getting out of the shower, watch them get out of the shower and then remove the rug so when they're walking around the bathroom, they're not tripping on it. Um, every shower should have a bench or a shower seat. Those shower seats are available with handles, without handles, with a back, without a back. Make sure they have rubber feet and they're easy to move, um, obviously when the person's not sitting on it. They're usually made of plastic, so that makes it sanitary. Uh, I definitely recommend that. You don't ever want to take a shower and sit. Now, if you have a built-in bench... Uh, made of whatever product your shower surround is made of. Make sure that it's high enough for the person to get up. So that would be typically 18 inches above the floor. And make sure there's enough sitting room. Don't uh, do a 12-inch deep seat. That's not good for anybody. So 16 to 18, that would be ideal. Um, your shower should have a shower head that is uh, able to be pulled off the little clip and the person can use it while they're sitting in their shower seat. It's called a handheld shower head, possibly on a slider bar, maybe not necessarily. But those are ideal. The person can actually sit there, wash their feet, uh, wash their hair, rinse off their whole body, and then you can rinse off the shower with it. So definitely, no matter what your age, uh, you can either have an additional shower head, so you have a stationary one, or you can um, have just a handheld, or you can have both. The more the merrier. Um, when you're making your bathroom safe, think about that sink faucet. Uh, those little knobs they have would be difficult for somebody who has arthritis uh, to turn and use. I always suggest a single lever. Make sure the lever is easy to use. Uh, so I think we've covered everything in the shower and the bathroom. Make sure the lighting is well in the bathroom. Um, make sure, too, I almost forgot this, that your toilet is comfort height. Not the shorter one, but as we age or if somebody has knee problems, uh, it's definitely easier to get up and down off a toilet if it's a little bit higher. It's called comfort height. And talking about grab bars, you can also get bars that you can attach to the toilet without a lot of tools because uh, that was a necessary item that I had to get um, because we didn't have a wall to put a grab bar on. So um, there's always different items out there and ways to make your bathroom safe. Okay, let's talk about Thermador. Thermador is my other sponsor, and it's a luxury appliance. They have two customized collections to suit your style. The Masterpiece and the Professional collections tell two distinct design stories while providing every necessary ingredient required to personalize your home. Experience unparalleled innovation and performance across cooling, cooking, and dish care. Now featuring smart home appliances enabled with Home Connect. To learn more about Home Connect and find out what it's all about and all the other appliances that Thermador offers, go to thermador.com or visit your local showroom where you can see, touch, and learn more about the Thermador appliances. Okay, now we're going to go into the kitchen. Again, one of my favorite places. 
But um, as far as the kitchen goes, it kind of depends on is the person working in the kitchen? And even if they're not cooking, if they want to be able to get something out of a cabinet, whether they're using a walker, whether they're able to walk and just aging, or using a wheelchair. Let's think about all the things that they can't reach if they're sitting in a wheelchair or if it's hard for them to reach or bend, like dishes, food, water. You have to put all these at an easy reach level, um, no matter how old you are. Uh, you don't want them climbing on a stool unless it's a very sturdy stool with handles. Um, and that goes for anybody using a stool. Make sure it's sturdy. I know too many people that have used flimsy little um, two-step ladders and they have fallen. They, there's no place to grab on because it's too short. They lose their balance. They get dizzy and they end up breaking a bone. So you don't really want to do that. Plan ahead. And as we get older, we don't want to bend either. We don't, again, we don't want to reach for things that are above our head or below our waist. So putting in rollouts in your kitchen makes it a lot easier to find things. Now think about this. Uh, if you are a caregiver and you have to go out to run an errand and your spouse or a person you're taking care of needs to get something to eat or gets a drink of water, needs a drink of water, they have to be able to reach those. You don't want to, and of course, you're not going to leave them for more than a short amount of time to run your errand, but they should be able to reach things easily. Okay, and talking about reaching things easily, the handles on the cabinets are very important. You should stay away from knobs and handles that might catch on to your clothing. Knobs make it difficult for Anybody with arthritis uh, as we age, or even if you have arthritis and you're young, to open up those drawers. You should have handles, and they should be wide enough to get your hand in comfortably. If you have a stove, a range, whatever you want to call it, with the controls on the back, that's hard to reach. So you want to be able to, if you fits in your budget, to change that out to a range that has front controls. And also, if you have a microwave that's over the range, that is, that is also very dangerous for anybody. Now, I'm sure you've listened to a couple of podcasts and you know that I am um, a petite person. So I cannot use a microwave over the range. I've gone into houses where the door is above my head. That means you have to be five foot ten to look into the microwave to put something in comfortably. I always recommend getting rid of the microwave over the range. And even if you have to get a microwave that's sitting on your counter, that's a lot safer than that over-the-counter microwave. I've said this for years. They're dangerous. I do know that people have them, especially in apartments or smaller kitchens, because they have no place else for a microwave. Well, I'd still rather have one on the counter and be safe. So here's a note to caregivers. You have to be extra careful. If you get hurt, who's going to take care of the person you're caring for? Now, I am a caregiver, and I'm constantly thinking of safety for myself as well, because if anything happens to me, who's going to take care of my husband? So when I wash dishes, I'm real careful with the glassware. I want to make sure that I'm not getting cut by the knives. Um, 
careful about walking through the house, making sure that I'm not tripping on rugs. So a lot of these hints also go for the caregivers. Just be really careful. Now I have a couple of general hints. Uh, like the most, one of the most important things is lighting. You have to have enough light throughout your house. There should be no dark areas to walk into. You have to um, have lighting near your steps if you have steps. Um, you know, steps are difficult to maneuver if you've got a walker. Obviously impossible if you have a wheelchair. If you're dizzy, you should stay away from steps. So uh, I'm not saying that you have to move, but possibly the person who is needing care maybe temporarily can stay on the first floor. So those steps aren't the greatest. Matter of fact, I've avoided houses with steps in our lifetime. Uh, night lights are important throughout the house. There's nothing wrong with keeping some dim lights on throughout the house in case you have to get up uh, to get something during the night. You don't want to turn all the lights on and um, kind of ruin your melatonin. So night lights uh, placed strategically throughout the house is a good safety feature. Another thing is clearing your walkways. Don't have any furniture where you have to squeeze through the couch and the chair. Uh, don't have any wires or extension cords or computer cables in the walkway. These are just, uh, again, accidents waiting to happen. You want to make it a clear, straight path for the person who is um, maybe a little wobbly or is using a walker, etc. Uh, the path that they walk in has to be free of boxes and shoes and different objects. You know, I've often heard of people breaking a bone, an ankle or a foot, because they tripped over the cat. So if you do have small animals, um, I don't know what to tell you. You just certainly don't want them to run across the path of a person who is slowly walking with a walker, maybe not looking down, maybe they're looking straight ahead, which they should be doing, if it's a clear path. Uh, get rid of the small area rugs. If you have large area rugs, check to see that they are not curling up at the edges. Use double-sided tape on the edges if you have to. But that, again, is so dangerous, and I will share one of my experiences. Um, I was bringing my husband to a pretty large physical therapy facility having to do with the hospital. Um, and it was a neurological uh, physical therapy rehabilitation center. And after the doors open, there is a rug, and it's sitting on tile. And this rug is, don't ask me why they have it, because it never rains in Arizona. We don't need a rug. But three times, my husband's walker kind of pushed the rug, and it wrinkled, and then he almost tripped over it. And three times, I rolled up the rug, complained about it, and put it under a chair at a far wall. And they kept saying, well, that's not really our job. The facility manager puts the rug down. Uh, I've seen them in restaurants where the, we don't have rain. We don't need the rug. So be careful in your home, but also be careful when you're going out to a store or you're with your person that you're caregiving and there's a rug nearby especially with the walkers. They roll up real easy, and they're a tripping hazard. Um, so be careful again. Ramps are really important. 
if you uh, or your person that you're living with or you're caring for is in a wheelchair and you don't have a ramp, I suggest you get one. And there are organizations that will build you one, make sure they're not flimsy. Otherwise, you have no way of getting that wheelchair over that threshold if it's up four or six inches from your outdoors. So this is really important. Um, what if there's a fire? You know, if you can possibly get that person in the wheelchair real fast and get them out of the house. If you don't have a ramp, you have to kind of uh, tilt the wheelchair, get it over the threshold. If the person is heavy, it's it's almost an impossible task. I was not able to, when my husband was in a wheelchair, do that simple maneuver. So I did have a ramp. It's the only way to get that wheelchair uh, moving over that step. Well, I think I've covered just about everything. Well, I'm sure I haven't, actually. If you have any suggestions, if you've tried things that you can um, write to me about, and maybe I can share them, because the more we know about doing um, or implementing safety in the home, the better everybody is going to be because what happens when you have a person with a walker who then trips over the rug, falls, breaks an ankle or a hip, and then you've got worse problems. So you want to be safe before it happens. You want to be proactive. So... I hope everybody enjoyed the show, and I hope they got some helpful hints from me, because like I said before, I've lived through all this, and I'm still living through it. Things are getting better, but I still have to watch out for all the hazards that might be inside the house and outside the house. So don't forget to share these podcasts with your friends. I try to make them useful and um, have them be Um, an education tool. Again, whether it's tile, whether it's safety in the home, whether it's colors, they're all information rich. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website, nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me, you can just email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And I also do a weekly podcast with my techie son, Dan. We talk about everything but design on Hugo Floss found on many platforms. I have a segment where I complain or I talk about things that irk me. If you want to share your thoughts, we welcome you to be a guest on Hugo Floss. You can just email us at join at hugofloss.co. Now, we haven't done those podcasts for about five weeks because we took a break from that, but we're back. We're going to be talking actually uh, this week about all sorts of different things. So if you have any comments, don't forget to email me. Stay safe. Have a great day. And please subscribe to this podcast. Mm